Hey everyone, and welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. I'm Aaron. Did you forget? <laughs> I was going to say, not a lizard person. Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> We've just been trying to identify that Andrew is not a lizard person. He's a real male human being. It's true. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Uh, so today, uh, I just want to precursor this, precursor this, preempt this, by saying that I put the mic on a different setting today to try to capture us all in a little bit better of a way. So if this podcast sounds awful, that's why, and I apologize. Maybe we should you listen to back it. and test it before we actually keep going. I did, I did. It was kind of a funny sight because I, I turned on the recording and then I said, test, and then I moved to the other seat and I said, test, and then I moved to the other seat and I, said, I went, test. And so if anybody watched that, they probably would have thought that I was nuts. But it worked. It did. Cool. So we should be fine. Because you're a person. It is. Yeah. It's all about that. So what are we going to talk about today, guys? Uh, nothing much happened, really. Right it's going to be a short episode, maybe a mini um, I haven't been up to much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Aaron, how about you? Anything? I haven't been up to anything. No. Am I, am I the only one who did stuff this weekend? Oh, we're not sure what you did. So thanks for coming, everyone. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about your big day out. Indeed. So over this weekend, I, I had my first ultra marathon. Well done. Thank you very much. Congratulations. It, You're here to talk about it. I'm here to talk about it. I'm alive to talk about it. And, uh, I'm very excited to say that I was one of the... I, I finished, obviously, so spoiler alert, I finished. And, yeah, we're going to get into some of what I went through out on the course. Erin's here because she had some... You know, she was obviously there with me over the weekend and waiting for me for an obscenely long amount of time. <laughs> I had to uh, collect the human debris afterwards. Yeah, because yeah. as always, Andrew underestimated <laughs> just what he was going to go through on this course, which we'll get into yeah. uh, in a little bit. So you headed up on Friday, Friday yes. night you headed up because yep. the race was early on Saturday morning. Yeah. How was the lead up to the event? Because obviously everyone's always freaking out the yeah. day before the event. What could go wrong? How did it all go? Do you know what? Actually, everything kind of we everything kind of went smoothly in terms of travel. Like we had this perfect plan, um, you know, to pack up everything the night before, a couple nights before, obviously pick up Olivia from school because she went as well so that we didn't have to make too many trips. So I went down to Geelong where Erin is and, you know, packed up the car, went and picked up Olivia. We were, we were on the road by three o'clock. Everything was fine. The only thing that I will say that I didn't do properly, which, you know, will again, probably touch on what this did to me later. That pants. Well, I, I remembered pants for okay. once in my life. Right. Um, my nutrition on on the Friday wasn't great. Okay. Um, mm. Because I was, you know, we were driving for four hours, right? Yep. So I didn't, I didn't neutronize as much as I, <laughs> as well as I would have hoped. So basically that day, I probably had under 2,000 calories and most of it was like protein bars. Right, okay. And what about your hydration the day before? The hydration, my hydration was actually really spot on, both uh, the day before, the day before that, and the day before that. Because so it was going to be hot. Yeah, so like okay. three days before, I really amped up my hydration. I probably got anywhere between four and six liters of, of water slash electrolytes in for mm, those three days. That's good. So I was, I was kind of happy with that. But not um, enough carbs. Not enough, before. not enough, and, and no, not enough food, not carbs. Not enough good food. Not enough good food, yeah. Because mm. I knew that, because I've never really been a carby, uh, like carb loading has never really worked for me. It's always kind of weighed me down. Yep. So, but I normally would say um, I fat load, right? So mm. I'd have like more avocados, coconut oil, um, healthy fats, that kind of thing. But I just didn't. I just didn't. I kind of did not Anything. well what yeah was the, what was what was the worst thing you ate on the friday i mean i didn't eat anything i probably just cabana 
Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I had I had a couple of those chorizo sausages. Um, All right. You know, just because I needed, I knew that I needed like solid food. Yeah. And like, I I just didn't pack any solid food, and so on our way down, I would just like stop at the servo station and get a couple bags of those and just like yeah. take a handful of those. But I mean, literally. I think you actually said to me before we left to go pick up Olivia, you're like, I forgot to bring any normal food. I yeah. only bought I only brought food for during the race. I haven't brought anything no, else. I bring anything yeah. else. And yeah, so basically literally that day, so I can tell you what I had that day. I had my normal breakfast which was uh, tofu and tempeh. I had which with a bunch of greens and stuff. I had maybe a, a, a small serving of mints, like kangaroo mints like a really small serving. And then I had, I think, three or four protein bars, a couple of handfuls of the chorizo sausages. Mm-hmm. And then when we got to the room, we checked in, I stole a can of uh, kidney oh, beans from Aaron. Yeah. Right. And I downed that thing. And I gave you some roast chicken as well. And the roast chicken, yeah. But that was it. Did you have rice? No, I didn't have any rice. I thought I gave you a bag of rice and you had rice with it as no, well. No, I didn't. Oh. No. Okay. Um, so not optimal. Not mm. optimal. Right. And I think that that was... I had three sandwiches just preparing to come over here tonight, so... Um, <laughs> and you and you got dropped off. Yeah, exactly. I, got, like, I had to walk three meters. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's definitely... In, in, I mean, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty, but there's definitely a lot of things that I would do differently, which, again, we'll get into mm. as we go navigate this adventure. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things that I would do differently if and when this happens again. So, uh, <laughs> Bright, lovely, welcoming. Yeah, welcome. I mean, Bright was um, Bright was amazing. We stayed at this place called the John Bright Motor Inn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a little motel. And, you know, I, 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 I had told the, uh, the owners that I would be there later than expected. So we didn't get there until about 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And they just, they said, fine, that's fine. We'll leave the key in the door for you. This is where the room is. This is how you get to it. And it was great. It was a nice little room, beautiful place, you know, bright. I love, I love bright very much. You know, we, unfortunately, we didn't get to see a lot of it because, it was, <laughs> yeah. you know, well, I got to see a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, in terms of locations for races, I think it's probably one of the beautiful, yeah. most beautiful places that I've ever been. And so you slept okay the night before? Yeah. I, bed. I slept really well, you know, uh, Aaron and Olivia, because uh, there was one queen size bed in the room and we knew that. With the three of us in the bed, it would be a bit tight, especially yeah. because Olivia likes to sprawl out. They will sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I will sleep. I wouldn't yeah. because I end up being in the middle and I don't get to move, yeah. so my back suffers and I get way too hot because they're both smothering me and laying on top of me and I, I'm just, yeah. yeah. So yeah. They, they would have been fine. Yeah. It was me who wouldn't. Yeah, I fell asleep like a, like I slept like a log. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, I set my alarm for... 4 a.m. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, it was. I I ended up waking up a little bit beforehand, so I didn't need... Yeah. And I was kind of glad because I hate setting my alarm yeah. that early when mm-hmm. I'm in such a close proximity to Aaron. I didn't yeah. hear any alarms. I just heard no, you. Um, and I got the lights flashing yeah. in my eyes and rustling with bags and banging around. I'm like... So what glad that I turned off the alarm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good thing you like, saved. Why, why am I here? And so what did you do for breakfast? Uh, for breakfast... Now, I, I basically did the same thing that I did have done for all my long runs, uh, a protein bar. Okay. You know? Because that, and that was fine. Like, that day that we went out for that 32K, yep. um, I had a protein bar. And for, you were fine? And I was fine. Yeah, okay. I was fine. Like, I was fine 
pretty much aside from things that again we'll talk about. But yeah, so I had that. So just for the listeners, I know none of this. So we haven't done any pre-chatting for at all. Once. For once, for <laughs> once, I'm learning all of this in real time. Mm. I've seen a couple of photos and gotten a little bit of insight about how things went at the end of the race, but everything else, I'm not just asking questions to fill space. <laughs> I genuinely have no idea. He just doesn't know. So, it's a real conversation. Yeah, this is, yeah. Um, so yeah, so... A real I, conversation between two male human beings, not, not lizard people. Not, not lizard, lizard people. people. No. So, and that, that I didn't actually have until I got to the festival area. Yep. Because, so, the, the motel, in reference to the festival area, is about a kilometer and a half away. Okay, it's not bad. Not bad. So, I walked. Yeah. Because, I, I, you know, I tried to book a cab, but it's like 4.30 in the morning. Right, has one cab. There's nobody coming. Yeah, so, I was like, you know, I'll cancel that and I'll just walk. So, I walked a kilometer and a half to get to the festival area, which was fine. It was a good little warm-up. It was yeah. cold. It was like... It was cold, but it was about fifteen degrees, probably. Yeah. Um, so it was it was nice to just walk and to just kind of chill out. Yeah. Getting to the festival area was, you know, it was as as you would expect. You know, there's a lot of because it's in bright because there's a lot of residents around that area. They're like, you know, they they can't use the giant sound systems. Yeah. They have to have very specific um, sectioning off of the roads. Yeah. Like when I got there, they were talking to. Uh, somebody who had parked on the residential street, and they're like, "You can't do that. You got to move. We're getting complaints yeah. already." I'm like, oh. oh, but bright people are, for a town that is built on tourism. Mm. They love the tourism dollars and what it's brought, yeah. but they don't want any of the tourists anymore. Yeah. Now that they've got the infrastructure and all yeah. the nice cafes, they're like, "If the tourists could not come, that'd be great." It's kind of so, right. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard. Like you move to a town like that. It, oh, if the you hospitality have, people, the businesses love it. Yeah, but the residents hate it. No, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough one because like you go to a town like that and you know that this is going to be part of it and mm. you kind of accept that. But I would dare say that there are a lot of people living there that have probably been there before Bright became Bright. Yes, absolutely. Well, we had a holiday house in Bright that we sold last year. Yeah, and we once you get a house in the area and you start getting aware of the local politics or something. There's a very much a movement in Bright that's like locals first, yeah, and they want to push that sort of stuff. And there's a big thing about like we never felt like locals, even though we had property there and we paid rates and all that sort of stuff. And we've been going there for 15 years, mm. um, but yeah, love Bright, yeah. but yeah, there is a vocal minority there I'm that yeah. once you get tuned into, it's very hard to tune them out. Yeah. yeah. Well, that said, the people that ran the, the motor inn that we were staying at were yeah. lovely. Mm. Oh, the people who run hospitality yeah. in Bright are amazing. Yeah. It's just, yeah, some of the people who have who want all the benefits of it mm. but have done none of the work to get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they've seen their properties skyrocket. In, but there's also the tourism dollar up there has shut out a lot of local people who can't get homes now. Mm. So, it, you know, I, I understand It's that. kind of a pain yeah. in the neck. Mm. So next week on Real Estate Watch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, so what time did the race start? So the race was meant to start at 6 o'clock Okay. Uh, a.m. Seems like there's a story there. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened. I think something with the volunteers, either they had something not set up properly or they hadn't arrived yet. Uh, it was either, uh, something in the infrastructure of the actual race, but they, they had about a... 10 to 15 minute delay before they could even check our mandatory gears list. Okay. Make sure that we had all that. So we didn't actually take off until closer to 6.30, probably I think somewhere between 6.20 and 6.30. Okay. Um, which wasn't a big deal because the guy that, 
can't remember his name. I think it's like Richard, maybe? The guy that always does the announcing. He's mm-hmm. like this real funny guy. He's got a great personality, real kind of raspy, booming, Spartan voice. Yeah. Um, you know, he came out and he said, you know, we're all going to be, we're going to run a little bit late, so uh, continue to be nervous. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and that was kind of it. You know, I, I, I was like, man, you're just there and you just want to kind of get everything you go, going. Right? Yeah, right? yeah. So I had my little monster beverage. I had my breakfast, my little protein bar. Then they checked our gear list, um, you know, for those wanting to know the mandatory gear list. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. So there were six things that you had to have. There was um, a uh, backpack, which could double as your hydration vest, as long as you had a backpack, and at least a two-liter bladder. Right. uh, um, An emergency whistle. Uh, an emergency blanket, mm-hmm. a flashing red light on the back of your Oh, really? Back, okay, yep. And a headlamp. Yep, okay. Uh, which the headlamp actually got used later on in a bit of an emergency for me. Right. So we'll okay. talk about that. That was fun. Oh, that's a new one for me to know. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah. You don't know this yet. Mm. You don't know this yet. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> it's not Aaron's that. face. <laughs> it's and like, I'm just like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's not that exciting. It's just a little bit of a MacGyver kind of trick okay How? oh yeah and spare batteries that was the other thing mm. yes yes well yeah that kind of that kind of went into um that was so if the headlamp was mm. an item mm. item a of that item was the yeah, spare yeah. batteries yeah um, how many nervous wees before the race about six yeah okay. about six that sounds about average yeah, yeah. um yeah that that's about right Porta potty situation a lot tons tons Ooh. there's probably about i'd say Maybe somewhere between twenty and thirty of them. Okay, wow. Um, and at that time, you know, there weren't a lot of people using them. But I swear to God, twice, twice, twice. So if you're listening to this podcast, two times, two times, two different people, I walk in to the porta pot that like has a green thing on it, and I walk in and somebody's in there doing their thing. And I'm like, why don't you lock the thing? Jerry, what's the point Seriously? of the lock on the outside? Thank the God wall? they were both men. Yeah. So, like, you know, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, come on. Like, come on. Normal human men. I, yeah. I mean, I, I know that ultra runners are kind of in a league of their own and will yeah. do anything anywhere. Yeah. But, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yo. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, so there you go. Okay. And so uh, at six... 30 or so when it started, was it only the ultra starting? So, yes, yeah, so races starting. Yeah, so basically it went um, 620, uh, age group, and elite went. Mm-hmm. So, that's when I went. Uh, and again, I only raced the age group because they didn't, there was no open categories left. Yeah. Uh, and then 10 minutes later, the op- uh, 10 or 15 minutes later, the open category went. Right, yeah. okay. So, only, only uh, ultras. And okay, and then when did they run other events that day as well? Yeah, they ran all the other events. So were the they sp- on the same course? They were on the same course. Ooh. So the sprint and the beast and the, uh, no, I think the trail run, they did that on Friday. So okay. they did it, which is kind of a newish thing for Spartan, which is a trail run, um, which is part of the I might like course that. that yeah, it's, mm. there's no obstacles. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's no, just a nighttime it's thing. Just an yeah. A, yeah, it's just an AK Course. I did that on Friday night anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, yeah, it's it's. So it's I guess it's, you're coming to yeah. the next. Uh, you're, you're, spot I guess you're coming to New South Wales. <laughs> so yeah, it, so they had that, and then on Saturday, yeah, later on they had the sprint and the beast. They didn't have a super that that weekend, uh, this past weekend. Mm. But yeah, so everybody at one point was out on the course. Okay. Together. And and jumping ahead, did that cause any trouble where you had multiple people trying to get to the same obstacle, or did uh, because you were out early, you were kind of yeah, through most of them? I mean, well. 
Yes and no. I mean, yes, we were out early, but we also ran further, further and we ran part of the course twice. So. Yeah, so you were always going to come back into back markers exactly. from the other ones. But yeah. no, there was, I mean, in a course like that, because it's so spread out, it's yeah. very rare that you had to wait. I don't think I waited for anything. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have waited for some things. Ah, okay. <laughs> so there was no excuse for you to sort of sit and catch your breath. It was like as yeah. fast as you could push. It was you like you just going. Okay. Um, and there were a couple of obstacles that I've not, that I've seen, but I've not ever had to do. Uh, namely... Twister, which is basically sort of a sideways monkey bar, but the catch for that is as you grab the handle, it twists, ah. and then you grab the other handle and it twists really hard in your grip. Yeah. Grip. Uh, that one was hard the first time around because my hands were still cold because yes. it was cold out. And then there was Stairway to Sparta, which is just a like a ten foot wall, and then you grab onto the ledge and then you pull yourself up. And you're climbing these planks to get to the other side. Wow. And I, cu- I couldn't do that one. Both times, I just couldn't do that one. You didn't have gloves? You didn't think about gloves? No, I never wear gloves. Did anyone have gloves? It, 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 uh, not really. Okay. But the thing about this one, I just couldn't make the jump. I couldn't mm-hmm. make the jump. By the time I got to it, yeah. I could. I was just like, not happening. Okay. Uh, because the obstacles didn't start until... They say it's an 8K trail loop, but it's for Spartan. It was over 8Ks. It was probably closer <laughs> to like 8.5, which isn't a big deal, but... The obstacles didn't start until after that. So right. basically... So you had an eight and a half trail run at the start yes. to warm up. So okay. basically the course, the actual 50K course, was the eight, the eight and a bit trail loop. Yep. No obstacles. Then you go into the first of two loops of the beast course. So you do that and then you do two loops of the beast course. Mm-hmm. Doing so, the same obstacles twice. Yes. Okay. And so the, the, the thing about that was the trail loop has the steepest climbs that you could even imagine and that's also part of the beast loop so you're doing that three times so when i say steep i mean this thing goes at one point the first time up it it took me about 40 minutes to ascend really yeah and it was probably the hardest thing like when i say well, okay if i if i tell give me you, a comparison okay saddleback yep yeah. yeah. nothing really saddleback Saddleback is is kind of like the northern ranges compared to this thing. Like, this thing, people were on all fours. Really? And the fun thing is, like, you 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 get to a part where you think you're done, and then it just keeps going. And it just keeps going and keeps going. This is Mystic Mountain? Yes. Yeah, okay. And then you get to an opening where it's like a road, and then you cross the road, and you go up again. Is it a bike trail? Um, I don't... Uh, it might be. Okay. It might be, yeah. Because I've ran out there a bit, and I don't remember running any trail that's like that, so it must be yeah, a bike well, trail. Yeah, you couldn't run this thing. Yeah. Um, and then you get to another part, where so after you've climbed, I'd say probably about mm. a kilometer, maybe more, probably more, and then you get to another part where you, you have to climb up another 500 meters, and to get onto that trail, they actually put a rope for you to climb up, because wow. that's how steep it is. Okay. Um, so you had to do that three times. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the. I'm going to find the picture you sent me or the picture you posted of the actual map and everything. Sorry, that 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 last one yeah. is not five. It was 300 meters. So basically, you 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 climb up this rope to get to the yep. base of this climb, and it's like another 300 meters up, and then you basically you get to the top where the hang gliders go. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. I know that part of the mountain. Yes. And then you climb up a little bit more. <laughs> there's nothing. Then once you get to the top where the hang gliders go, there's nowhere to go. That's there's, the top. There's more. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There's more. There's just a little bit more, and then you're done. Um, wow. 
so yeah, it was it was nuts. Like, and it's one of those things. Like, because one of the interesting things about this thing is you start talking to people. You know, you 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 have conversations with people as you're going with them. Yeah. And I, I spoke to this one guy, and we were. This was on the second time round, and he was just like, "You can't actually, like, you can't tell people about this. Like, <laughs> nobody. You can't make people understand what this is like because you just say, yeah, you're going up a hill, and they're like, oh, you're going up a hill. It's like, no, it's like so much more than that. I heard one of the Spartan organizers say that this is one of the hardest right. courses courses in Spartan. Wow. So I feel good about that. That's good. <laughs> I mean, it felt terrible during. So it absolutely good. did. Right. It did. So, um, so after eight, eight and a half K trail loop and then a yes. couple of loops of obstacles. Yes. What is that? Is that one loop? Is that then you go into So, yeah. Else, so or? it's an eight and a half K loop and then you do the beast loop, the first beast loop. How long's the beast? So 20, in, it's supposed to be 21.1 and a half marathon. All right. But it was about... 22 and, and oh a bit. okay so the way it works is you do an eight and a half k trail loop then two beasts. then you do a 21k with 30 obstacles yes and then you do the 21k Correct. with the other 30 obstacles yeah. and that adds up to the 50 yes and right. so it used to be it used to be called the ultra beast where it was just two beast loops yeah but then they standardized the races a few years back so you know their ultra beast was never anything more than 45 kilometers yeah so now they've added that trail loops so it could be over 50. Well, this is the growing trend in ultras where it has to be 50. Yeah. You know, they're not, yeah, okay. Exactly, so mm. they're not screwing around. All right. Um, yeah, so, yeah, a lot of climbing. <laughs> and um, so this is all in the morning. This is all so in the morning, So not too yeah. hot. Correct, so it wasn't too hot. So you go through the, the trail loop, you go through the first beast, and then that's when you get into the transition area. Uh, and you had to make that before, I think, 1 or one thirty. Yeah. And then you basically go again. Okay. Right. And so the trail loop... Still had hills in it, so you're hiking parts of that. You weren't running the whole thing. No, we're not. We're how, not. how was your running part of the race? So I know you've done a lot of running training. How was the running part when okay. you, when you could run? So overall, running was pretty. Like I don't think that the running was a problem the entire time. That said, about ten kilometers in, the running uh, became a problem. The running, <laughs> my my <laughs> IT band started playing up, Ooh. and my knee started playing up. I was like, oh shit. Terrain? I think so, because yeah. at that point, I had gone down some... When I trained for this thing, I'm uphill, uphill, uphill. I never thought to train down. train to run much. downhill right. as well. Yeah. And that, I think, is what got me. So mm. about 10Ks in, I'm like, I don't know what I'm... Like, I can't... I mean, this isn't like the marathon on a, in the Melbourne Marathon where I get to halfway point and I can finish and walk because it's just all flat. Yeah. This is not okay. I'm not going to be able to finish this thing. Mm. And so I had to adopt a new stride. So about five kilometers later, the good thing is it wasn't all running. Yeah. So I was able to run enough to get to the parts where I needed to walk. So it gave that a little yeah. bit of a break. But I couldn't I couldn't really run down anymore. I couldn't run flat anymore. So basically, I adopted a new stride about 15 kilometers in where I went sideways. So instead of running forward, I was running sideways. <laughs> like Pepe Le Pew when he's chasing after someone. He's like... Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, 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 kind of. Like, like, like a crab. Just kind of. Crab, yeah. It, it was the only thing that felt comfortable. So basically for the last, all of the race, we whenever like, I was... Like basketball lateral defense. Like kind of. Like, so I'm going to get up and show you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, he's standing. He's moving okay, I'll be honest. So, so it was like, if I'm, I'm here, I'm like running like this. Oh, wow. And I was doing pretty all right. I was doing like six and a half minute Ks, but it was funny because I'm not used to doing that. 
my body, yeah. my, my top half was doing weird shit. It's like, like you're trying to joust someone. Yeah, like constantly <laughs> lunging forward. I, I, I found myself running like this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason, my tongue was out and like my arms were doing some weird. So Igor, basically. Igor thing, exactly. Yeah. What I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was fun. And did anybody else see you running sideways? No, and that's the other thing. <laughs> Damn. Um, it was very lonely out there at oh. that point. Oh. It was very lonely. That's really sad. Yeah. Mm. Like, it was so spaced out. Mm. Did you have headphones? No, I, I did the whole mm. thing without. Yeah. Um, Alone with your thoughts. Yeah. Scary I, place. I wanted to do it the right way. Mm. The real way. So, I mean, yeah. So, basically, if we look at that first, so the first part, right? So the trail loop, that's where my IT band started playing up. A little bit after the trail loop, right? Okay. Tank Chase in. Uh, and this that is was, new information. I did not know this. Yeah, so that was hmm. that was because of the hills, I think. The downhills. Because mm-hmm. my, my quads are trashed. Um, so this is where the headlamp comes in, by the way. But you're in the middle of the day at this point. Yes. So that's the other thing. We started at like 6.30. We didn't need our headlamps at all. No. Not at all. Uh, cutoff was at 8, so we didn't need them at all. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Mm. Right. Yeah, because it's like, that's daylight hours. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I take, at this point, my headlamp oh, oh, was... question, question. Question, answer. So you said the cutoff was at 8. Yes. Did you know the cutoff? Yes. At the start of the race? Yes. So they told you 13 and a bit hours is the cutoff? Right. Okay. Because yeah. we were talking about that, trying to work out what the cutoff was for all this time. No, well, I just found out this past week when they sent out the racer guy. Okay, so yeah. only when they sent the racer guy. So basically they said daylight hours. Yeah. You're running during daylight Pretty hours. Pretty much, yeah. But carry a headlamp. Correct. That makes sense. Yeah, it well, I guess been, in case you get lost. It could have just been a standard thing. Out, yeah, that and also yeah. if it was a standard sort of message or piece of paper that goes out and it's yeah. that gets used when it's not daylight savings. Yeah, yeah. I, and I have a feeling that that's the thing. Like, because a lot of times when you see the wording of this stuff, you're like, oh, that's not. Yeah. That's not new. Did anyone have a miner's helmet? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Just hmm. workshopping ideas. No, no I, I could be. Um, so at this point, my headlamp's in my bag because I took it off my head because it's uncomfortable. I don't like wearing headlamps. Yeah. Um, plus it blocks the cool Spartan headband. Yep. So I took that out. I'm like, ah, I got to figure out something. I have, I have something that's going on with my IT band. I was like, all right, let me use my headlamp. And so I took that out and I put it uh, onto my leg and I wrapped it around my leg like three times and I made myself a little compression device with my headlamp. A tourniquet. So you cut off the circulation <laughs> to everything else. Yeah. Oh, that sounds... That's smart. That, That's yeah. good thinking. Yeah, well, they teach you that in medical school. Well, yeah. I figured compression, oh rest, ice, compression, elevation. I could only do one of the things. Right. Uh, and it actually helped. Tourniquet is aggressive uh, <laughs> compression. I'm going to be honest. Very, very, very I mean, I didn't, of... I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't do it so much that I cut off the circulation. Did you get helped? I, I did. Because you do see people running with those bands under yeah. their knees and stuff mm. to like pull in the yeah. Know, well, the that's if you need there is that would be there is for me. Um, yeah. I'll have to look into I that. I can't yeah. remember what it's called, but there is actually no. well, no, there, that's the runner's knee thing. But mm. there is actually a company that makes a band that you put here, and this mm. is why I thought to do this because I'm pointing to my IT band area above mm. my knee, everybody. They, they they make a band that they put there, and that's supposed to be supposed to. I've help never you. seen it above mm. there because I feel like that. Exp- Underneath the knee is a little bit more well, thing, but well, that's okay. underneath the knee is good for that patella f- mm. to pull that away. But like for the IT band, if you're compressing it here, yeah, it's good. Okay, it's good. Well, I suppose yeah, because if the if the muscle is attached here, yeah, or not, yeah. Well, if, yeah then right, mm. and it, it absolutely helped. It didn't so help. How for many a, kilometers did you have that for? Uh, only a couple, because it didn't help for that long. Oh, <laughs> and you were just like, stop it. 
Because, well... This is the emotion you go through on a long run. Yeah. You're like, I've got a problem and I've solved it. Exactly. Two kilometers later, you're like, nothing works <laughs> well, and I want to die. Do you, do you know what the worst part... It probably would have worked longer, but it, the effing headlamp part kept coming untwined from the thing so I kept like coming undone and smacking and I was like do you know what I'm taking this off now and I'm going to figure something out I like the flashy knee look yeah but yeah. not okay so that's that's where that happened so that was all in the first lap that's all in the first lap wow. well a little bit after the first lap okay because uh, I want to hear about your first lap when you because you at the at the end of the first lap you went to the aid station yeah so ba- okay so I'll, yeah. for all intents and purposes the first eight kilometer trail loop and the first beast loop we'll call the first lap yeah so yeah. I, yeah, okay. the first before you go on, do you think it's worthwhile you looking into whatever straps are there to support the IT band and actually wear I, that as a preventative measure I, for the next time you actually do a long run? I actually had, and I had oh. purchased some from this company, but they never actually worked. Oh. But I was, like, kind of desperate. Uh, okay. And so it kind of, it did help. But I have them somewhere. Mm. But I kind of want to figure something better out yeah. that I don't need to do. Yeah. But who knows? Well, just trying to run down hills. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Such a schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> Where was you eight weeks ago? Exactly, exactly. Um, so, so okay, so that was the, the biggest thing that happened there. Then toward the end of that first beast loop, first wow. before the yeah. transition area, um, my hamstrings started to cramp. Like, and I don't ever cramp. I mm. never cramp. But this was like... They were my muscles were like seizing up hard, and this happened in the barbed wire crawl. Mm. And so I was like, so two things happened there. My legs started cramping up, and my hydration pack got stuck on the damn barbed wire. And so I'm like sitting here with my muscles about to explode in my hamstrings, and like, oh god, I'm like in so much pain, and I can't get free of this barbed wire. Finally, when I did, I had to roll off. Uh, to the end of the barbed wire. And at this point, I'm only like 100 meters away from the aid station. And I'm sitting there like dying, trying to get anything comfortable. Mm. And some dude, (laughs) some guy comes up behind me and goes, Hey, Melbourne Superman. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I was like, oh, Jesus, you're looking at me in the wrong time, man. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, oh, man, I've been better. I used to respect you. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> I used to be a big fan. Exactly. I was like, "You kidding me?" Um, but that is actually kind of awesome. So we we spoke for about twenty seconds while I was dying, <laughs> and um, I, I, I finally found. I guess who I met on the course? Who? Melbourne Superman. Wow. Yeah. What was he like? Really pathetic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just really sad. Really, really sad. Shell of a man. Exactly. Like a shell of a human being. Yeah. Um, almost a lizard person. Almost a lizard person. Almost. So. <laughs> I finally got to a point where I was like, I was com- I had to roll onto my stomach and just lay flat. And that was where I was the most comfortable. Like I, I couldn't find any comfort. And so I had, I laid there for like another five minutes. So in total, I was either there between somewhere between 10 and 20 is minutes. Is this in the, the recovery I, station? No, no. This is before I even got to the recovery station. Dean, who was hanging out with you, he, yes. he sent us a photo of you in the recovery <laughs> station lying down. Yeah, well. So if you lay down for 20 minutes before that. And this is the, this is, this, yeah. So basically I finally get up. I go over the A-frame cargo, and I get to the the transition area. And at this point, which I forgot to say, I had taken way too many Nerfins and Panadols mm. and Advils. Before the event? No, just during. during. Because basically... Oh, whilst you were out on the course. Yeah, so I actually took a couple... Well, Jenna a, won't be happy. Mm, mm. I took a couple as a preventative, uh, and then out on the course a couple hours... Uh, 
yeah, a couple hours in, I took a couple more. Yep. And then once my IT, now at that point it was like two Nerf and two Panadol. And then when my IT band went, I took three Panadol, three Nerf and three Advil. And that was like an hour later. Oh, Advil as well. That's the first time. Oh, I thought it was just three and three. But no, the, you t- oh, okay. So what's You're the active ingredient in Advil? Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. So basically Which is it was also in yeah. neurofin. Yeah. So basically yeah. six ibuprofen. And at that point, like, I'm not thinking clearly because I'm just like... Because you hopped up on ibuprofen. No, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> but I'm also like, I'm panicking because I'm like, I there's no way I'm going to be able to finish this thing. And so I did that. And so by the time I get to the transition area, I am nauseated beyond yeah. anything. And... I'm, I'm going to say it's because of that. Um, so, no, Dean didn't see me at my best. How long was the first mm. lap in total before you got to the transition area? Uh, I got to the transition area about six hours in. So six hours to do 30-odd Ks yeah. with 30 obstacles. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm not, not... That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, like, not upset with that. And, you know, spoilers, everybody, it didn't take me... I mean, I kind of, for the last loop of the beast which granted was only 22 something kilometers it took me about the same amount of time yeah we went out on friday night and did a run at the yu yangs and we were out there for six hours no obstacles way less elevation than you ended up doing Mm. and we only did 34 k's so i reckon you've done really well with an injury with obstacles Um, and everything to get through that i'm happy with that you know it's one of those things where like yes I very much underestimated because I just I forgot that that course was that hard. Yeah. Because I've done the Beast, which last year, uh, three years ago, was the same course. Um, although I feel like this one they amped up. <laughs> but yeah, so I got to the transition area, and there's Dean, and I just see. Did like, you know he was going to be there? I knew he was going to be there. I didn't know when. Did you recognize him? I recognized him right away because of his sunglasses. Right. Yeah. Which is funny. Um, and I was like, I was so happy to see him. I was, like, so happy to see somebody that I knew. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I don't think he could tell because I was really out of it at that point. Yeah. Um, between my knee, my cramps, and the hundreds of Scarface pills that I took. <laughs> um, and so I was on the ground for probably about 15 minutes. And I couldn't, like, at that point, I couldn't even get any food in because I was, like... I was very like, nauseous. Uh, very nauseated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Were you nauseous. drinking during that? I was, yeah. I, I had yeah. a lot of, I had plenty of fluids, I think. Um, plenty of electrolytes, plenty of fluids. And then about 15 minutes into that, I went and I lied, I lied under the table at the drain <laughs> to, to get into the shade. I'll just hide here until they're done. <laughs> yeah, no, how Dean worded it to me is that you crawled under the table. Yeah, I did. So I just imagine him dragging himself into the shade. So you weren't here at this point? No, no. So he left the transition 15 minutes, Bef- 30 minutes about that before there. I got there. So yeah. I just missed him. All right, so yeah. you've because... just been hanging out at the hotel room or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Olivia and I, we went out in the morning. She had to play in a playground. Nice. And then I'm like, oh, no, we've, we've got to go. We've got to go have lunch because he reckons he's going to finish at 2 o'clock. So we've got to, <laughs> we've got to be there. And so we got there at quarter past one. Right. To give everybody an idea, the winners uh, finished in around six and a half hours. Mm. So there was no way I was going to finish that thing in eight hours. Yeah. How insane is that? I, when I, I was walking in, the dude that won it, he was actually leaving. And I'm like, oh, we must be running late. The, the you know, the ultra guys are already yeah. starting to finish. You know, we better, you know, hurry up. Um, and How many people were in the event? Okay, so there were... Good look for notes. <laughs> there were... Uh, okay, so 350 signed up. Right. 235 showed up and 165 finished. Wow. Yeah. So 50% dropout rate. Mm. Thereabouts. 40%, 50% dropout rate. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, not quite that. Uh, about about 30%. About 30%. Yeah. 
Well, we're not good at math. We're really good at math when we're running. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. There, there are six of us here, yeah. and two of us are good at math. Um, so, yeah, so... And the other four are lizard people. Right. So, 70 people dropped out, unfortunately. And I remember uh, one, one dude who actually went up for his second, and he just looked at that one steep climb that's, like, forever. And he was like, he went up maybe 100 meters, and he was like, no. Nah. Just nope the fuck out of there. Yeah, he yeah. And he went back down, and, and I heard somebody say to him, "Don't, don't. It's going to be harder for you to walk down at this point." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "No, I'm done." That's the classic long run. It's yeah. like it's further to go back. Exactly. Yeah, just keep going forward. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, I mean, seventy people is so yeah. So basically, so I spent about five minutes under the table. <laughs> the Andrew Lorenzo story. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> reliving my, my days at college. Um, and I got up. And I think the thing that got me going, there were a few things that got me going. Um, shame. Shame. A lot of shame. shame. I was like, well, yeah, I was like, I can't, like, Dean is, is a new client. And <laughs> this is my livelihood. <laughs> I, I cannot let him see me quit. Um, He's starting to Photoshop oh popular culture exactly. people on top of me. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm getting teabagged by the guy from Halo at this oh, point. No. Oh man! Oh, that brings back memories. Um, so yeah, I was like, you know, I got to get up because Dean's here. He, you know, I I, I want to like I I've known some of the things that Dean has done. Aaron and Liv are on their way. I can't let uh, Olivia see me quit. Aaron would understand, but Olivia would hate me forever. I can't give Liv the power. No. <laughs> no. She's already she bossing would, me. She would use that. that. And that wasn't the first time I thought about quitting this thing. So I, I got up. And I can't I, finish and Liv's like, I am the captain now. Exactly. <laughs> I own you. I own you. I want all the ice cream. Um, and, and Dean gave me like this energizing fist bump when I left the transition area. And I was like, all right, here we go. Mm. Uh, Onto the second loop of the beast, mm. and six hours in. Yeah, six hours in. Yeah, um, and that that fist bump man gave me energy for a little while. Like it was, like it's it's kind of interesting the little things that happen that kind of really give you some just oomph to keep going. It didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe solid five meters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe he should have given you two. Yeah, that's right. Both hands. Both hands. Um, but I tell you what, you know, uh, when you start about a kilometer in, you get to the creek. Uh, so I went to the creek a few yeah. times, and man, every time was just beautiful. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're up to like waist deep in this cold water. It's like, oh my god. Oh yeah, that would have helped. Yeah. Um, and it can go either way because sometimes it made my cramps seize up. Sometimes yeah. it didn't. Um, so once you're onto the twenty-one kilometer course. With 30 obstacles, it's like an obstacle every 500 meters or so? Yeah, uh, probably more than that, really, because mm -hmm. it was funny. Uh, throughout the course, I kept forgetting that I was doing a Spartan. <laughs> and so, like, every time I came to an obstacle, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Come on. I just want to get to the end of this thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's an eight-foot wall there, man. I can't even lift my feet up. Well, that's what I want to know. So 60 obstacles, mm. how many do you think you did? I did most of them. I did most of them. Uh, the only ones that I did not complete. So I, I couldn't do the stairway to Sparta uh, because I just couldn't. Yep. Uh, the twister, I could not do um, because I've never practiced that one. I, it was just yeah. hard. But everything else was fine. The rope climb I did the first time. Second time, not because I was just not. Yeah. Um, spear throw, both times. And yep. each time I gave a solid F you every time. Yeah. Um, the monkey bars, the, the rings, the walls... Everything was fine. Um, 
So do you reckon you did 50 odd of the obstacles? Probably. Probably. Probably more. Yeah. I, I think probably close to 55. Uh, as you said it just then, you only named four that you didn't do. Yeah. So, so you're at 55, mm. unless you can think of anything else you didn't do. No, the uh, no, that's about it, really. I, I, I hit every single one. Uh, well, obviously, almost every mm. single one. But the ones that were the hardest were the ones at the end, man, mm. uh, which we'll get to. Uh, but yeah. So. Did you do burpees for the ones that you couldn't do? Yes. Well, good on you. Yeah. Um, because because I'm age group, um, I mean, I would have done them anyway, maybe. Yeah. Um, because I'm age group, if you don't do your burpees, they're basically filming you doing your burpees. Right. So if you don't do your burpees, you don't get your medal. You don't, you're disqualified. Wow. Um, and so at one point I was doing my burpees toward the end of the course, uh, and there were, there was like five or 10 people behind me. I had no idea who they are. Um, <laughs> And they were just, like, cheering me on. I guess Aaron told them my name. Yeah, yeah the, but think... they were calling you Nathan for a bit because that was what on the back of your hydro. Then yeah. they started calling you not Nathan. And then they said, <laughs> what is his name? And I'm like, Andrew's like, yeah, Andrew! And they started singing and stuff as I'm doing my burpees. It took me, like, 15 minutes to do the burpees. I'm going to call you not Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's probably how those volunteers knew my name on the Sunday. Hey, Andrew! Oh, yeah, possibly, probably. yeah. Because of all the, all the drunk people that were cheering you yeah, on. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so... So the second loop starts, and about <laughs> probably, oh, I'd say maybe 5K into that one, maybe not even, that's when something happened with my foot, mm. my left foot. Yeah. Something, something twanged or something, and I just felt it a lot. Was it on an obstacle? No, it was just, I had just gotten to the top of... A climb, mm. like one of the first climbs, just an easy, not easy, but one of the first kind of climbs, and I just started running, and suddenly, something. Right. Fuck. And I kind of, I kind of limped for a little bit, maybe 10, 15 minutes later, it numbed up. Yeah. And just out of curiosity, at one point, I took off my shoe and my sock, and I couldn't see anything, it was a little bit discolored, yeah. but nothing, I was like, all right, that's fine. And then I couldn't get my sock back on. <laughs> Because my foot kept cramping up, mm-hmm. and I was like, Fuck. <laughs> so I ran another like kilometer without my sock, and then I was like, you know what? Fuck, I gotta yeah. put my sock on. Yeah. Um, because I'm just like anything I can do to just go. Because your foot the next day did not look good. No, it didn't mm. look good. Because the the photos we uh, you've shown me it was like behind your toe knuckle, like where your mm. toe ends and yeah. the foot starts, was black. Yeah. About the size of you know a couple of fifty cent pieces. Yeah. It looked like mm. it looked pretty bad. And it's it's it's. Still discolored today and still swollen today. It's swollen, it's, definitely swollen. It's fine now. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of pain, but it's not like it's a little bit black and blue. Mm. Uh, but there's nothing like if I yeah, touch it, it, like it doesn't the, hurt. The bruising that kind of yesterday morning, the bruising was kind of going in lines up. Yeah, it looked yeah. like it the was toes, which yeah. was very it was bizarre. It almost looked like um, blood poisoning. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if he's being serious, but I'm going to take him as his word. No, that's what it sounds like to me. No, fair enough. So that's that's that. Um, wow. So that was that was one of those little extra obstacles that are always so much fun. Yep. Um, and yeah, this is kind of where I, this is where I really started. So you're about thirty five k's. About thirty five k's in, and this is where I really started feeling how lonely it was, because I realized. I hadn't seen anybody for at least 20 minutes. Was anyone running? No one was running past you? No. Not at that point, no. You were getting to obstacles, and was there anyone at the obstacles? I mean, there were volunteers at some of them. Right. Um, 
but it was just like I'd never, I've not really ever experienced that kind of solitude on a race course before. Mm. Because even on the Beast a couple years ago on that same course, you're only out there for a few hours, and so you're seeing people all around you. Yeah. And it's just like... It's... And it doesn't get spread out as much. Right, yeah. And then with the people who are dropping out, that spreads it out even more. Right. Yeah. It, it was just like, yeah, I was like, wow, this is... This is lonely. Kind of cool. I liked it because it was like just you and you. Um, but also, it was just really different. I had an experience like that on the Trails Plus Ultra where I was like, you know, there was no one anywhere near me at all. And what I found really disconcerting was when I did come back to like the aid station where there was people, I was like, I don't know how to act around yeah. human beings again. Because yeah. I've been by myself for an hour and a half yeah. and I'm really tired and I'm hallucinating and all that. So how do I talk to people? Oh, I don't know. The, I feel like that in social settings most times. The unicorns but, yeah. that were out there with yeah. me didn't talk to the people either. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. Like you get to a point where there are people and it's like, what do I do now? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Please give me watermelon. Exactly. <laughs> give me something. Uh, the aid station, so yeah, the aid stations out on the course were just water, um, which was great because each aid station, there's only about maybe three or four yeah. in the loop, but there was so, like, there was so much water there. Like, yeah. they had bottles and bottles of water. Yeah. So, like, I would take bottles and just, like, douse yeah. myself, drink another one, fill up my hydration pack. So I had plenty of water out yeah. there. But I don't think... Any amount of water was going to be enough, and the, and the only fuel you had is what you were carrying. Correct. So, generation you can bars and yeah. gels and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. and again, in hindsight, I I kind of think that I should have had, because I was thinking, okay, fifty k's, like it's fifty k. I've done a marathon. I can do fifty k on marathon nutrition, but I didn't take into account really how long it would actually take because of the like if I did a fifty k road race, yeah, fine. But yeah. that kind of stuff, I, sh- I wish if I had If you were had doing food, a 50k food. road race, you could get away with doing a gel every 45 minutes. You're right. Yeah. Like you do in an actual marathon. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. In, I found with ultra training the last couple of weeks, you've almost got to train, you fuel every 30 minutes. Yeah. Right? And like, so what you would fuel, so you almost need to fuel 50% more yeah. on an ultra thing because you're going six hours further. Yeah. And it was it was actually, it was tough because mm-hmm. it like I never understood when people said oh, I couldn't eat because I, it was, I was making me sick. I was at that point where, like, I could not yeah, stomach it's anything. the worst. I was like, I can't even get food down because no. I'm going to throw up. Yep. And if I throw up, I'm going to be in worse trouble. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm going to pick the lesser of two evils and not continue to eat this thing that's going to kill me. Because your only option is force it down. Yeah. And stomach it or wait until you can stomach it. Exactly. And that mm. takes time. Exactly. And the clock doesn't stop. That clock doesn't stop and yeah. neither does your depletion of energy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... Other than that, other than the nauseous feeling, my body was actually, again, aside from the knee... And the foot. And the foot. Like, even the foot. Like, mm. I mean, I felt the blister coming that kind of formed while I was running without a sock. And also, there was a hole in the goddamn sock. So, Stegans, man. Um, <laughs> other than that, like, I felt okay. Like, aerobically, I felt fine. Yeah. The body felt f- as fine as I thought it would. It was yeah. just mostly... The nauseous stuff, the nauseating feeling that I was getting. So I hit about 45 kilometers feeling good. So the thing about this was I was running along, and I'm not thinking clearly, right? Because at this point, um, however many hours into this thing, I'm like, oh, okay, they must have diverted this course. I'm not going to do those crazy climbs again. This is fucking great. I'm only like five kilometers away. And then I got to it, and I was like, I know what this is. 
I'm I was like so excited because I'm like I'm 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 keeps I keep walking and I'm not seeing this climb. I'm not seeing this climb. Maybe I don't remember this road. Maybe I don't remember this path. Maybe this is a thing you've done a lap on already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, maybe, maybe they've changed it. Maybe the third lap is different, and they like had a volunteer come out and change the arrows. Because I'm like, I'm like just reasoning with myself. And then I get to it, and I'm like, oh man. And I get to that point where it's that big climb again, and it's that, and it's like. I, so I, you weren't lost. I wasn't lost. You weren't off course. I was just you not just off forgot. course. I just I didn't even forget. I was just bargaining with something that this thing that I knew was coming was not coming. And I was like, it can't be coming now because it's not going to be here with less than five kilometers to go. But really, at 45 kilometers, there was still about 10 kilometers to go. Yeah, Spartan don't do ad good no No, no, no. No, Because this this race was about 55 kilometers. Wow. Um, Which, when you're at the 50K mark and you've still got that much to go, it's like every step is a bitch. Yeah. Um, because you're like, I just want to be done. Oh, uh, I know exactly what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. I've done it before. I'm like, okay, there's 10 Ks to go and I'm finished, but I just want to quit now. Exactly. Because that's double digits. 10 Ks is still a lot. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you didn't know that it was 55. You no. were like, oh, well, I'm still getting... But you kind of must have known because like, you're like, I'm well, here. Yeah. So if I'm here and I still need to get to there. Exactly. That's more than 5K. Exactly. So you that's, start cutting around the That's numbers. why I was like, that's why when, when I hit this thing, I was like, oh man, I'm not even... They didn't need the 8K loop at the start. No. They probably only needed like a 4K loop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, um, I get to this thing, and at this point, the nausea is just incredible. And I got to the base of this this climb, and I just, I, this is the first time that I just sat down. I sat completely down, and I was like, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it, because yeah. it was so incredible. I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this, man. Um, so I sat there for about... Five minutes, ten minutes, a bunch Did of people. Did anyone come past? A bunch of people passed me. Yeah. Um, and then I got up. And Did I you s- recognize people by their bibs who were in your race versus other races? Uh, well, the the thing about the ultra runners is they all have a purple vest. Okay. So, so you, yes. Okay. Um, so at this point, it was mostly just ultra runners that okay. were still coming up. Uh, and I was actually really surprised that, that there were, were still, still passing people. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was about to ask that. Yeah. Um, and so I got up. And I started this ascent, and I was like, this was like, I thought about quitting so many times, because this was just like, I can't put into words what this climb is like. Like, Soul-crushing? It's absolutely (laughs) soul-crushing. Matter of fact, somebody on the course said that. Exact words. Um, Until you experience it, you can't know what it's like um, on this. I mean, it's like, it's not the most crazy, I'm sure, in the world, but for me, somebody who's not used to this... um, like, it became, okay, like, literally the whole way up, I would walk 20 steps, and I would lay down for a couple minutes, because I was that sick, wow. and that nauseated, and that's what it was, okay, get up, get up, just take 20 steps, and then and then you can sit back down again, the whole way up, and that climb from bottom to the first part of the top <laughs> probably took about an hour. Wow. Um, I probably lied down for a good half hour of that and then was the other part of the climb the extra 300 meters yeah the bit on top of the on top uh, of the rope yeah and i did the same thing i laid down a couple minutes just gotta get up was there volunteers around watching you do this no no at that there's no volunteers there right because it's so secluded and out there uh but people were still passing me and and i will say this about the people that did pass me 
Hardly any of them kicked you in the ribs. No, exactly. <laughs> they were all so nice. They were like, hey, man, do you need a salt tablet? Do you need this? Do you, need, do you want an energy gel? I'm like, no, no, no. I probably should have taken something. Can I rob you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one guy Give me said to money. me, and this is when I thought, I was like, I must really look bad. One guy passed me and he said, dude, you should get your emergency blanket out. Um, Whoa. And do you need me to go and get somebody? I was like, no, no, no. I was like, but when he said that, I was like, I must look like really bad. Um, and so, it, yeah, it just, it became, get up and do 20 steps, man. Get up and do 20 steps, man. You're going to see Olivia and Aaron soon. You're going to be done soon-ish. <laughs> and then that, that, that 300 meters up that last hill mm. took me another probably 40 minutes. Wow. Um, and that's, it was just, it was bad. It was like. I I've never experienced anything so physically and mentally hard ever. We should go out there and like a couple of months from now once you're back and do oh. this. I would love to, I would and videotape it and see yeah. what it's like to yeah. go do it. I would I'm actually very interested in that. I would love yeah. to do that. See what it's like to do fresh, mm. not I would love to do trash. I would absolutely love to do that if nothing else so that I could like share this with somebody who I know mm. and be like this is this is this is what I had to do three goddamn <laughs> times. Yeah. Um and so yeah, so I got up and then finally you're at the top of this mountain and I'm like all right. Now all I have to do is get to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so it became from there and look, like at least you can just sort of walk down. Yeah, well, yeah. funnily enough the the nausea started to drift away a little bit because I'd given myself as many rests yeah. and I'd been hydrating really well. Um, so I started picking up and I was running a little bit. Yeah. So my my kilometers actually, paces weren't that bad in the second half. I was, you know, I was running pretty well down mm. um, and walking a bit where, you know, mm. at that point the sideways running wasn't really helping that much yeah. anymore. So I was just like doing what I could. Um and then I got to the point where you're really getting to the base of this thing, yeah. and you you turn onto like the actual road, and I and I'm and I'm running and I'm running, and I get toward about a hundred meters away from the bottom of the road, and I see Aaron and Olivia, and <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was like the the mental shift that I had when I saw them, I was like, all right, this the, is this is cool. Yeah. So um, pause. What did he look like when you saw him? Well. I couldn't tell if it was him or not. So I was looking for, like, a yeah, per person in purple bib, yeah. red hydro pack, um, hydration pack, and, you know, are the shorts the right length? Does yeah. the hair look fluffy enough? You know, and, like, because my eyesight's not that great. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm looking, I'm looking, and then I knew it was him because I'm like, oh, no, he's went to have a drink that looks like the way he moves, and then he goes like this. Yeah. He puts two arms up in the air. I'm like, oh, that's it. Liv, Liv, who's that? And she almost looked like she was going to run across the road. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Um, that was very So insane. that was such a huge relief because then for Liv and I, we thought he was going to be there too. Well, exactly. How much later was he at this point? Yeah, so, and he be? was worried that I was going to be angry. I was, I was so very, <laughs> there were so many thoughts going through my mind. I was so delirious and so mentally like, <laughs> like at one point I was like, she's going to be so pissed off at me <laughs> because I told her I'd be right. I'd be done by two o'clock. It's now like way past hmm. she's gonna be so pissed and i'm yeah. just like i just want to fucking cry yeah. and then i was like i'm gonna die up here man i better ask her to marry me <laughs> because if i don't ask her to marry me she's not gonna know that i love her um and like there was at one point where i was i was gonna scream out i'm coming <laughs> it's like at the top of the mountain because i was just like she'll hear me if i yell right? 
Um, but yeah, no, for us, we were like, we were sitting there and yeah. she was watching Netflix yeah. on my phone. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, she's just, she's just chilling. Yeah. And then I'm looking at the time and then every minute that's going by, I'm starting to get more and more stressed. And I like chewing my nails and stuff Has like Dean that. Has Dean left at this point? No, uh, no, I hadn't met him at this point. Okay. So this is when, this is just at the start and we're waiting for him and I'm like, you know, where, where is he? What's happened? I mean, like, and mm. the longer it kind of went, the more I thought, has he injured himself? Yeah. Is he yes. stuck up there somewhere and can't actually get back down? Yes. Like, you know, what's the protocol if someone does get injured on the top of the hill? And that's, like, I will say that to Spartan's credit, um, you know, where they could, you obviously can't on those climbs, but they have jeeps and yeah. stuff yeah. going around, like, every so often just to make sure that everybody's okay. Yeah, because yeah, the message I got from Dean was, Hey, I need to go now. And Andrew's he's not dead. still here. Yeah. Mm. I've gone up the mountain looking for him mm. and couldn't find him. <laughs> oh no! Uh, mm. So I'm getting the hell out of here in case they say I've done it. You know, yeah. I don't want to be accused of murder. Yeah, for so sure. <laughs> that's fair. Before the cops yeah. nabbed me. I didn't realize that he went up and looked for yeah, him. Yeah, he so. went up the mountain yeah. looking for you. Oh, awesome. didn't I tell you that? No. Oh yeah. So I think I think he found me around the three o'clock sort of mark. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I was, you know, was sitting in an area where I could see the last couple of obstacles and I kept looking to each of them just in case, you know, yeah. I missed him or, or whatever. Uh, and then we went for a walk to some of the other obstacles to see if we could see him coming yeah. up from a, a different area. And I'm like, okay, let's walk over to this obstacle mm. then. And then as I'm, as Liv and I are walking there, I hear, Aaron, I'm like, mm. what? Yeah. And then I'm like, you must be Dean. Yes. <laughs> um, so then he stayed with me. Uh, from about three o'clock until six thirty. Yeah. Six thirty? Yeah, yeah six thirty. So that's when That's about when he messaged yeah, us. So yeah, so then I think he went for that's when about five thirty may have been when he started to go look for you. Because mm-hmm. I think we were just standing near transition like what do we do? Do we At what just, point do we, do we just, sound an alarm? And yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's that's what my brain had started to yeah. do. And I, I even went and asked the Spartan people, I'm like, what's the cutoff? What happens if someone's still up the mountain when, you know, the cutoff is reached? Like, do you go find them? And they're like, the guy's like, I'm not really sure. I think they just have to make their way down. I'm like, down. I'm like oh. You think they'd have a better kind of answer than that. Yeah, what? there's a reason they're up on the mountain yeah, after cutoff. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, like, yeah. And that, that just and makes me freak out even more. And that's the thing that I said to Aaron. I'm like, if that's their answer, why do they have a cutoff at all? If you're just going to wait for them to come down anyway, just yeah, let just them let finish, them finish the goddamn yeah, race. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so then I think um, Dean and I had the idea that, okay, well, let's start going along the path just in case we meet him along the way. Mm. And then we got to a certain point and there was a playground. So I'm like, okay, Liv, you go play in the playground. Let's just stand here and, yeah. and wait. And then Dean's like, okay, no, I'm going to keep going along the path. So that's when he started to go up mm. Mystic Mountain. And then um, after a little while, I'm like, okay, he hasn't come back. All right. <laughs> We've lost another one. <laughs> We've lost another They're dropping out. like flies. <laughs> and I'm like, Liv, we're, we're going to start walking up here. You stay here, well. Liv. Don't you go up. <laughs> you stay at the playground. <laughs> no, so she and I, we, no, she wanted to go up Mystic Mountain. I'm like, no, 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 no. We've seen two men go up there and not come back. Exactly. I'm like, you're, you're a child. You're not going up there. Like, you've got more energy than any of us, but, you know. But yeah, so then she and I started going, going along the path and going along each of the obstacles yeah. along the way. And then we got to the base of that, that mountain. Um, and we're there for a little bit. And then I started to see Dean running back down. And I'm like, why is he running down? Why is he running? Yeah. Is he coming to get help? What the heck is going on? Yeah. And then I'm like, where is he? Did you find him? He's like, no, I don't know where he is. I have to go. I'm like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, he went and I came down 15 yeah. minutes later. And then I said really? to him, I'm like, Murphy's Law, uh, as soon as you leave, he's going to come down the mountain. And then he's like, oh, and he looks at his watch. I'm like, no, you have to go. I yeah. need him to come down this mountain. And, he's yeah. like, <laughs> and then he goes off and then I'm just sitting there. Yeah. just watching the road and then they start like you know a, a bunch of them start coming down mm. and then like a, a little group of you I think there was about five yeah. of you that came down together and, and I will say that all the people most of the people that passed me while I was laying down for the years that I was laying yeah. down <laughs> I caught up to most of them really? Yeah. cool <laughs> I'm going to ask questions about that in a bit but yeah, yeah. Um, so and to then what the last couple of cases just on the flat yeah so at that point I'm about yeah. I think at that point I was 50 kilometers in. Yeah. Mm. Um, because that's now when we get to the last kind of gauntlet mm. of obstacles. And we had about three, no, sorry, four Ks to go. Um, and I'm just like, I'm so emotional. Like, I'm, I was probably crying every 500 meters because yeah. I'm like, I'm so emotional so because close. I'm like, A, I'm so excited. Mm. I'm so happy that Aaron mm. and Olivia are here to finish the thing and just yeah. walk with me because at this point I was just going to walk the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. um, and also, I was just like frustrated. I'm like, I'm so, f I'm done. I'm yeah. 50 kilometers in. Where's the goddamn finish line? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, that last gauntlet of obstacles, that's when the nausea came back. Oh, bummer. Mm. Um, just because, yeah, that's right. like, like, the running was fine, but every time that I had to do something that broke that up, it was like the yeah. nausea came right back. The walking was fine. Yeah. Yes, Not the running. Were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, at one point, I'm up on the cargo net, and I just lied down in there like a hammock. Yeah. And I was pretty sure I was going to make my home there. Because um, I was, like, quite happy to Were you aware there. of the cutoff at this point? Uh, yes. So the yes. cutoff was 13 and a half hours or something like that? Four, it was, like, 14 hours. So okay. I, and I, I, knew was, I, could... I was looking at my time, and I was elating, because there was, I think, three mm, of yeah. them together. And yeah. I was like, okay, you guys have got an hour. You guys have got, you know, mm. half an hour. You've got 15 mm. minutes. You're going to yeah. be fine. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, and the last, I think the only obstacle that I gave any kind of energy to at that point was the spear throw. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. That was, that took the last yeah. of what I had. Yeah. Uh, and that was still like two kilometers away. From right. Oh yeah. Cause the thing, the next thing after that, oh no, you did the, the Atlas carry. Yes. Oh yeah. That. And was, that, that you were. That, that took me out. Like, yeah. I, cause that thing. That, that would have taken the rest of it. That's about a, uh, like that's that Atlas ball is about 50 kilos. Wow. Um, so picking that up and walking around with it, that took a lot. That I think that took the rest of it yeah. out of me. And I was like, oh, all right, it's man. Like you gave your rest or you gave everything you had for the spear throw. And then that and then next that, one yeah, took everything yeah. else. And then, uh, yeah. After that <laughs> was the rope climb, right. which I didn't do. And that's where I did the, the 30 burpees, which were oh. And that's when all those dudes were cheering, not Nathan. Yeah. Right. So right in this last moment, which I have a feeling like I saw you laugh at one point just because they were so silly. I don't know if you remember this, but I could I could see the side of your face and I could see that you were just like, just I, I was, how ridiculous I was like, it was. This is so stupid. I love this. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. everybody. Mm. So I imagine that the spectators over the course of the day changed from coffees in the morning to beers by the end of the oh, yeah. yeah, because yeah. one of the sponsors is Fireball. Right, yeah. okay. So it wasn't uh, and beer, oh, and, and, yeah, and Bright Brewery. So it's your beers and Fireballs. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. So yeah, so going through, going through, you finished. And yeah, I, we finally, you know, we finally made it to the end. Um, that last obstacle was the inverted wall, mm. uh, which at this point, everything in my legs were cramping so bad that every mm. time that my legs left the ground, 
they were cramping. They right. were, the muscles in there were like seizing up so hard. You Not, needed the pressure of the ground to stop it from cramping. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I've never felt anything like that before. So that last inverted wall was a bitch. Like yeah. my calf, my foot, my hamstring. Like it, I was like, if I don't put my foot down, I'm going to mm. die up here. So <laughs> finally got that. And this was the only time that I ever remember not running across the finish line. Yeah. I walked. I walked. And Olivia put my medal on. Mm, good. And I, well, that's when I, that's when I messaged you. You heard how yeah. emotional I was. I was like crying. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then we, we we took the long walk back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you park the car here? Oh my God, when I got there, it yeah. was so busy yeah. that I, I drove past where everyone was parking and I'm like, the amount of people that were going in and then kind of turning around and coming back out yeah. again, I'm like, I'm not going to find a park there. No. So I decided to go around because the event had also said park on this street as well. So I started going down that street and there was no one on this street. So mm. I'm like, do this I just keep right. going down yeah. this street and the parking is at the end? Or if I park down here, am I going to have to walk all mm. the way back? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to turn around and going to try to get into that car park. And we did like just... There was like I think I only saw two spaces available. Would it have been better just to walk back to the hotel? <sighs> probably. Probably actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was probably about the same sort of this. It was like about a kilometer. No. I mean, it no, it really wasn't. It maybe wasn't. it was like yeah. five hundred meters away. So, mm-hmm. so, how close were you to the cutoff time? I when you, was when you finished? right in there. Yeah. I think I finished about an hour before the cutoff time. Okay. Oh, no, 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 maybe twenty no, minutes. You no, know, you, you guys, they finished five ten minutes before the cutoff. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was like right at... Because my official time from Spartan was 13.20. 13 hours and 20 minutes. Okay. And that's about 40 minutes before the cutoff time. Because well, you said the cutoff was 13 hours. No, well, they, they may have gone... Okay, well, if that's when some people speculated because you guys didn't start until about 6.30, they would have made the cutoff 8.30. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. you guys had to start half an hour late. They would have said, okay, well, let's give you another half hour. Yeah. yeah so that was right. probably why. So that's probably so, why. Yeah, so I yeah. finished... A f- uh, technically... If yeah. we started on time, yeah. But we started a half yeah. hour late, so I finished about forty minutes, I guess, yeah. before the cutoff, yeah. right? Okay. Um, and it, what, yeah. what, what position were you in? Have you got stats? I do, <laughs> I do, and they aren't good. Okay. So okay, so <laughs> this is actually a real ego bust after my second place uh, last week. <laughs> um, nineteen out of nineteen for the age group. Okay. One hundred sixty-two out of one hundred sixty-five that finished. <laughs> Right? So, I was very much close to being last. Wow! <laughs> yeah. But, but, I said to him, yes, but look at all the amount of people who actually dropped out. Yes. So say, and then I think the thing I said to you this morning was, if you did a race with 100 people, and like 98 people dropped out, yeah. if you came second, that's not last, it's yeah. still second. Yeah. yeah, you came 162nd out of 235. Five. Five. 235, come yeah. on. Because, those, yeah, to those people mm. who... I mean, if you want to go a step further... I came that out of like 350. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. That was that's almost 100 people who didn't show up. Um, do you know, so yeah, that was in the age group. So you were 19 out of 19 for the age group. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know, I guess you'd assume that the three people behind you were open category? Um, I'm guessing so. Uh, yeah. Could have been. Yeah. Because yeah. if you were 19 been. out of 19 in the age group, then yeah. Yeah. It well, yeah, unless they were open. Well, no, unless they were elites. Unless they were a different age. Different yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I saw a couple of people from the Geelong Boxing and Obstacle Course Training Gym who were cheering me on at one point. Yeah, um, that was in that last bit. Yeah, that well. was in that last bit. Mm. And she was just like, no, 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 get up. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
because uh, I was still at that point a couple times I had to lie down. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because that was right before the slip wall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, basically, Aaron and I had the conversation immediately after the race. And I basically said I would never do that again. <laughs> and she agreed that I should never do that again. But on the car ride home the next day, we started talking about if I did it again, <laughs> what would I do differently? And then we kind of looked at each other and we were just like, shit. No, but then this, then I, I kind of went back and I said, I really don't want you to do it again. But I'm like, what would be good then this morning would be if he did, uh, if you could do it, the um, the beast there. So then mm. do your 21Ks. Yeah. And if they go the same path, the yeah. thing that I said to you was, if you didn't run downhill, if you only walked downhill, yeah. your IT band and all these, and your yeah, band, all these other things yeah. wouldn't have flared up. And you and if you didn't do all the stuff with the, mm. uh, the ibuprofen and the Panadol, you wouldn't have needed to I sit down so much. Had I not, and again, hindsight being 2020, had I done everything, like if I had walked down the first set of hills mm. or all the hills and mm. knocked down the painkiller stuff, I probably would have finished under, I think, with the amount of time that it took me in that second half after lying down, mm. I probably would have finished 10 to 12 hours. Okay. Mm. 10 to 12 hours. So um, that was the thing. It's like, okay, well, the time that you, the time that you would lose by walking... Yep. You're going to make up by not sitting down. Correct. Yeah. And, yeah. and not limping. And then you don't Anything have that, that pain as well. Anything that stops you is way worse mm. than anything right. that slows you down. And yeah. I did say, like, the, the Ultra in New South Wales apparently is much, like, not anything near this. Yeah. And I would definitely do another Ultra again. Absolutely do another Ultra again. I don't know if I would do another Spartan Ultra, but I would definitely like to do another Ultra that's maybe a little bit less... Flatter? <laughs> elevation. Um, because I, like... Trails plus brim bank. Well, that's exactly what I said to her. Uh, 50 Aaron. kilometers, 500 meters of elevation across the entire thing. Yeah, and that's what it's, I said to Aaron. I said, you know what? I'd love to do the brim bank. Like I said, I specifically said Brett at Trails Plus does yeah. some awesome stuff. Yeah. Maybe the backyard ultra would be yeah. fun to do. Um, you know, it's just like, yeah, I think. I'm yeah. Not, I wasn't planning to do brim bank because it comes between Warburton and Oxfam, mm. but it's in the middle of March, so it's. About a month or so from now, maybe a little bit longer. Let's go. Um, so basically, you're just going to run 100 kilometers every single week, essentially. Basically. But yeah. if you want to do it... Is that so the just, back just look, you don't No, no, that's just a 50k. That's a 50k one. It's just a, it's just a 50k. There's a couple of hills in it, but nothing compared mm. to what you've done. And it's you know you run 46 kilometers, 47 kilometers of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'll see what Jason says. I'll yeah. see what Aaron says. you got to pull up, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as long as I pull up with my, my knee yeah. everything. Um, I mean... I like, feel... I, sorry. So I was going to say, like, yeah, that's what I was going to... I would be interested to see how you would go doing a beast and just walking down the hills mm -hmm. and see if that... Because it's still so steep, even if you train down mm -hmm. hills, because of how steep it is, the ish, the couple of issues, mechanical issues mm -hmm. that you have, mm -hmm. yeah. you may not still be able to do that. And, yeah. So it would be interesting to see, and that can be how you test it. Instead yeah. of doing mm -hmm. a super... Sorry, instead of doing an ultra... Just do a beast, and mm. then just walk those downhills, and then try to go more for the time. Like especially if you if you work on your speed and smash the yeah. the mm. speed through the flats. Uh, yeah, I think that that would be because like everything else, like I think the nausea is what got me. Yeah. I think that's what got me the most. I think my body was okay aerobically. I was fine, mm. but the nausea took me out physically and mentally. Mm. I think though, I don't think that I hit my limit uh, I kept thinking when I was out there I, I kept thinking on the course I kept thinking of that David Goggins quote that when your body and mind are ready to give up 
you've only done 40% of the work. Something mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing here, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my entire mantra out there was just one more step. Mm-hmm. One more step. Yeah. One step closer, one step closer. Um, so I think, yeah, I think there are a lot of things that I could have done differently. But overall, I was happy. I was happy that I finished. What was your reward? What reward did you give yourself? Uh, that, that day or the next day? Well, that day, I basically... <laughs> Allowed Aaron to take care of me and feed me dinner in bed. Yeah. <laughs> he's lying in bed and he just looks... He just looks like a bewildered animal. His yeah. eyes are glazed over. He's just like... Did you manage to shower yourself? I did. Yes. Yeah. I did, but I didn't get all of it because I started clean, drying myself with a towel and out came a bunch of dirt. I'm like, where the hell did that come yeah. from? Like, that towel's going onto the ground. Yeah. Um, I did have kebab last night. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that was nice. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't overdo it with my nutrition after, mm-hmm. you know, I just no, that, kind of... That day was good because I wanted to make sure you had easy food. So you had like an iceberg layer. Oh yeah, because yeah. I was white, so nauseous that like, like it took chicken. me about 25 mm-hmm. minutes to eat mm-hmm. the yeah. chicken and the rice and the salad on my plate. Then I kept looking over to you and he's lying down on the bed with his face in the plate eating mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then he just looks at me. <laughs> and it's funny because I think about it, I'm like, it was only... 50 and change kilometer, kilometers, mm. but it was like a 13-hour... Mm. It's a long day. It was a big day. Long day. You were, you're approaching, and you're in the worst of it. Like we said, you've got to get to 16 hours before the body stops breaking down. Yeah. So you were still breaking down every single hour on hour. Yeah. Yeah, going tougher and tougher. Which is nuts. Well well done. Thanks. Is, is there anything else that you you had in your notes that we didn't cover that you I don't think so. I, th- over? I think that was everything. I just, you know, it was... It was, it was a... It was a it was a hell of a journey. It was, you know, I knew that it was going to be hard. I didn't think it was going to be that hard. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy with how I did considering I only got up to a 32-kilometer training run. You know, not only, but, you know, mm. a lot of people when they train for a 50K, they go for at least a marathon distance. I'm happy with what I got to. I would say, looking back, the, the training things I could have done differently, if I were to ever train for that specific again... I would do nothing but saddle back up and down for like hours mm-hmm. because nothing at the Yu Yangs was anything close to the the incline percentage yeah. of, of this climb and in in either in both steepness and distance. It was just right. it was nuts. Like I think that that would be the only way, and I would definitely train downhills a lot more, yep. and I would definitely try to figure out the nutrition the day before a little bit better yeah. and the actual again if i'm going to do like a five or six hour regular ultra marathon road race mm. fine yep you can protein bars but if i'm going to be out there for eight plus hours 10 plus hours 12 plus hours i think actual food would salted have been. potatoes yeah, salty sweet gonna, potatoes exactly yeah and looking into salt tablets as well salt tablets that's another thing because yeah. that was a conversation at that bottom of the hill when we were waiting three for yeah you. three people asked me as they were passing me by while i was dying yeah you want salt tablets no i should say yes yeah yeah because yeah one guy that i was talking to and i they were talking about how badly they cramped because they had also done it yeah and i said about yeah how, how bad that i was cramping just doing mm. the sprint at Turidan. um and one this one guy said salt tablets like yeah. it is a game changer like i used to cramp everywhere so bad mm. and then as soon as like you know half an hour before a race i'll take a salt tablet and as soon as i start to feel it i take another one and i haven't had any big issues since and i'm like interesting. it was so it was such a new experience for me because i don't cramp that much mm. and the mental aspect of it was new yeah like th- i've never felt that kind of mental delirium mm. 
from physical activity. Yeah. yeah, another energy provider company who shall not be named, they've got two different types of gels, and one of their gels is for the ultra elites. And mm. it's basically the same ca- caffeine and kilojoules as their normal gels, but it's just loaded with sodium right. and amino acids oh, and stuff like that. Sure. And it's yeah. for like the ultra ones. It's like yeah. you put them side by side, like, what's the difference? Whoa, sodium yeah. content. Yeah. And they just pack it full of salt. It's basically a salt tablet suspended in yeah. an energy gel. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. Because, yeah, because this was. <laughs> The mental aspect was a point that I wanted you to discuss as well here because, you know, I, when I said to you, it's you breaking barriers because I was worried that if you got down to the bottom of that hill and you got to the trend, like the, the festival sort of area, that last little bit, if you didn't see us, mm. you were just going to be like, that's it, I'm done, I'm going to finish. Ooh, yeah. And I was I was really worried that he was just going to call it quits because I was, I the was, finish line was just there. He yeah. could have just walked across the, the course and just... Oh, so it was up. one of those courses where they make you go past the finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you've, you've kind of got to go around I've the finish line. I've never been so close to quitting so many times. Well, mm. I think probably there were three times where I really thought about giving up. Yeah. Um, and I've never done that before. Yeah glad I didn't. And then I think I kept telling you just, you know, just keep breathing. Just focus on your breathing because you're nearly done. Mm-hmm. So it's like, because that's the thing. You stop breathing. You were holding your breath a few times, but just keep breathing. So, I don't know yeah. if you, I don't I don't know know if you knew that. Cause no. Probably because yeah. you're so nauseous. You were doing things and you were getting ready and prepping yourself to climb up the cargo net, but you were holding your breath. Yeah. I'm like, just keep, you've got to keep breathing. Those cargo nets were brutal on mm. the cramping. But yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Well done. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you very much. I'm now... First ultra. An ultra marathon. Well done. Mm. And you've already passed the first test, which is at the end of your first ultra, you said never again. And within yeah. 24 hours, you started looking for another one. So <laughs> well done. Exactly. Yeah, I think I compared it to um, women who give birth and they're like, I'm never going through that again. And then they, they mm. kind of start to recover and they go, oh, that's not so bad. And they forget yeah. about all the horrible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you just... Just when play this back. Remind yourself that it's horrible. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. you just gave birth to an ultra and... Maybe one day you'll do it again. Wow. Yeah. It's a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, does anybody else have anything else they want to add? No, just if no. anyone's inspired to do a Spartan after this, yeah, well, use the code SUPERMAN. That's right. <laughs> uh, the next uh, Spartan event here in Australia is the New South Wales event in the first week in... Yeah, so the first, second, and third of April. April. Uh, Aaron knows this. You'd think I would. I don't. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit uh, we northeast are... of Canberra. Yes, it's about, what, an, an hour, hour and a half? Yep. Yeah, an hour and 20. Uh, so we're hoping to get there, uh, Aaron and I. Uh, if you do want to be there, use coupon code superman for any of your race entries you get 15 percent off if you have over five people racing with you shoot me a message on the melbourne superman or breaking the barrier instagram page and i will have the um, admin fees waived as well so look everyone thank you so much for listening to my recap of my very first ultra marathon and i hope to catch you out there on the roads the treadmills and the trails but maybe not mystic mountain for a little while So thanks so much for listening to the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where Zach, myself, and Aaron hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. We'll catch you next time.